for our meeting of the Business Commerce Administrative Subcommittee to order, and at this time, I ask Representative Forrest to receive a return of prayer for us. Bow with me. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day and your many blessings. We'd ask that you provide us guidance as we do the state business. Give us guidance, direction, and, and help us do the things that would be pleasing unto you. For us, Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, good morning. We just appreciate you being here, Miss Holly. I think you're uh, it uh, right now, at least for the first one. we got Esther 371. Um, this is approving the regulations of the Board of Examiners of Opticianry uh, regarding examinations, apprenticeship, uh, continuing education, and they are designated by document 4723. So if we could just uh, let you explain that a little bit, Ms. Holly, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, the, these opticianry regs, are, they'll do two things if they are, are passed. One of them is just clarify a couple of like deadlines as far as um, how long uh, or how, let's see, what the minimum number of hours is a week that you have to work to be considered full-time. To us, full-time, in my world, 37.5 hours is full-time, but it can be 40 hours, it can be any number of things. And they, for them, it's 32 hours. And so I just wanted to clarify, they added that language in there. I think, and I probably need to skim them again, but that there was, at one point, there was um, a reg that dealt with how, how long you had to wait before you could retest if you, if you failed. I'm not sure that's in here. I'll have to look over it real quickly. But yeah, I think it um, had to do with a year. Again, we're clarifying when you can take an, retest an exam. And we had language that said within the calendar year. Um, I think we just took out the calendar. The main part of these regs, though, has to do with the apprenticeship program. And apprenticeships are already existing, and we, we will not be doing anything to these existing apprenticeships. They will continue to occur. But most of our professions, when, when it, we have an apprenticeship as something someone can perform on their way to becoming a licensee, it is more defined than these were. This had no language that talked about how long an apprenticeship could go, and so we understand there's at least potentially one person out there who's been an apprentice for 20 years. That's not what we're looking for. Um, the concern when we addressed this in the past was, well, what are you gonna do with those apprentices? You've got somebody who's been practicing for 20 years. That could, for some people, that's close to retirement. We don't want to move them out of the profession. At the same time, grandfathering doesn't necessarily work because you're continuing the same problem. And so we went back to the board and said, what is the plan for these people? If we put the definition of apprenticeship, and basically, I, I can't remember, I think it's a two-year period. You have to test within a certain amount of time. It just sets out the deadlines. But they said, no harm will come to these current apprentices. You can still work, you know, opticians are the ones that make your glasses and your contact lenses. You can still work in the shop and continue doing the same thing you were doing. You won't wear the word apprentice on your jacket, but you can, you can call yourself anything else that's not regulated. Optical technician, um, nothing at all. It won't affect these people at all. It's just going to ensure that when people see the word apprentice, they know now that you're on the way to becoming an optician. That's all that reg is intended to do. Very good. Yes, sir. Mr. Forrester. I, I just caught one thing. It's on page two under uh, 96106F. Okay. 
down at the bottom says, if apprentice does not take the optical examination with five years, that should be within? Within five years, yes, sir. Let me see. And I'm not sure how we fix that. No. I don't know if they will, if, if legislative council will tell me that they'll allow me to make that a scrivener's error instead of doing a withdrawal I would hope that'd be the case. I'll ask them today. If not, I will have it prepared by the time you go in in full committee and I'll request a withdrawal and resubmit to correct that. Um, sometimes they, it's usually up to Dee Dee to determine if something is a substantive change or not. So thank you for pointing that out. Good. So, so this, you're just going to go ahead and have that credit before full for this. I will. I'll check with them and see. Yeah, she's going to check with legislative council and see if she can make the change or if whether or not we have to direct it. And so, could, um, if she does, she's asking. She's asking y'all to move it forward. Um, if you're okay with it, and then if we need to, at the full committee, we can. Uh, I'm fine with that. Um, that being the case, then we'll certainly uh, move forward on that basis. Uh, is there a motion uh, to move this forward? So uh, move forward. Uh, second. All in favor of moving 4723 S371 to full committee, say aye. All opposed? The ayes have it, so that will move forward to full committee. The next one before us, again with Ms. Beeson, is uh, S405. This is approving the regulations for the Real Estate Commission uh, regarding amendments regulation 105 2 through 105 13 to comport with 2016 Act 170 as designated by the document 4724. So, Ms. Beeson. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, you all will recall last year the um, legislature enacted an update to the Real Estate Practice Act. And it became effective in June, and so the Real Estate Commission reconstituted an existing task force that they had that included members of the education providing community for real, real estate, as well as uh, members of the Realtors Association and any interested parties to look back over the education regs, and that's essentially this set right here, and make any updates they needed to make that would be consistent with the new Practice Act. They met, I believe, in August of 16, and then they presented the changes to the Real Estate Commission at a public meeting in September. The education providers were there. They sought you know, input, it was dialogue. I was actually at that meeting. Um, it's a very fruitful, very um, productive meeting, but this was what came out. This was the package that came out. But essentially, these are just updates to match the statute. They, they do very simple things. Um, you'll see some of the language instead of, for instance, in 105-6, instead of something being referred to as the post-licensing courses, they call them the Unit 2 courses because that's the language they use in the industry as opposed to the Unit 1 courses. Um, they do that throughout. And then there's other language like earlier on when it gives guidance to uh, providers on when they have to submit their packets, they spell out more more directives to them. Like for instance, they struck some language that said they had to be there in at least 60 days prior to a course offering. So this actually makes it easier for them. So that is all these changes do. Um, when this came up on the Senate side, the only question we had there was how involved was the education community in, in these regs. And so that's, you know, that was a, an easy one. They were part of the task force and at the public meeting participating. Very good. Um, 
we have any questions yeah, for Chris Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Representative Allison. I remember that they we somebody actually raised that question and I'm trying to remember what um, our administrator told me I think they have I think they have a policy on the website that explains this and if I, I recall correctly it's just has to do with what has to be in the classroom mm. um, if they are offering it online or in the classroom but I could if if you would like to, if you need to carry it over, or if you um, feel comfortable moving it to full committee, but know that I will provide you yeah. the, the information that Rod gave me, I'll be glad to yeah, forward just, that to you. You know, this is, uh, I think y'all added this, uh, must be present in a physical classroom or an approved virtual environment. Correspondence courses will not be approved. Just trying to figure out what's the correspondence versus virtual. Right. Um, in the virtual, like you're sitting in a classroom and people talking to you. I think virtual was actually the online classes okay. as opposed to the, you know, being in the classroom. And I guess, I guess, yeah. And so how does that, and I, and I, I we'll wait on that and I, I don't have a problem approving it, but I'll just guess how does that, how's that different from the correspondence? Sure. I will be glad to get that clarification for you on that. I think I was the one that asked you about that. Is that, that where it came from? Okay, yeah, so I'm glad. I've I'm got that answer. No, I, okay. I just question. I just don't have it on me. I'll get it yeah. to you. Okay. No, sorry about that. Thank Great you. question. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you asked that, mm -hmm. Terry. Okay. Yeah. Um, any other questions? Here. Yes, sir. Along that same line, um, those virtual standards could be the same as classroom standards. Correct. Okay. They, they would not make any difference. Okay, the cool. Two. Very good. Um, do I hear a motion on S405? Move. Second. We, motion is for S405 to be moved out favorably to full committee. All those in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed, the ayes have it. So 405 is passed out to full committee. Uh, the next one before us is S423. Uh, this is for LLR regarding the Board of Registration for Foresters, designated by document 47. <laughs> well, we might have a little, little more talk on this one. I know we've got Ms. Pierce here today, too. So, uh, Patty, thank you for joining us. And so, uh, anyway, Ms. Holly, go ahead and do that. If you this, this is a super simple one. Um, Representative Forrester is on LCI, so he is familiar with our multi-year process of moving fee schedules out of board substantive regulations and putting them into one chapter under chapter 10 so that it makes it easy for anybody to turn to chapter 10 and just tick it down all the 40 boards. What are the fees for accountancy? What are the fees for the athletics commission, et cetera? Um, when we started this in 2014, we included the board of foresters in, in that um, chapter or we intended to, but we were also wanting to make some changes to the regulations themselves. There was also a, a bill out there to make changes. When those did not go forward, we just sat back on the fees since that was kind of part and parcel. 
of the whole deal. And so it's, it's a little bit behind everybody else, but no fees change. Nothing goes up, nothing goes down. It is literally picking up, it, picking it up out of its chapter and putting it into 10. All right. I've got a motion for passage and I've got a second for S423. Um, all in favor say aye. All opposed? The ayes have it. Uh, S423 will be passed out favorably to full committee. The next one before us is document 4711, which deals with the Real Estate Commission again. And um, Ms. Beeson. Okay. This one, again, is in Chapter 10 where all of our fee schedules are. And after we moved everything in there, we've been going back each year and looking at them to make sure we don't have errors. And this was one that the Real Estate Commission caught. We had a, a duplicate fee for instructor approval, and we intended for the second one to be instructor renewal. So it's literally fixing what is kind of a typo of sorts. That's all we do there. No fees change. All right. Well, we've got a motion and we've got a second. All in favor, say aye. aye. All opposed. The ayes have it, so 4711 will be passed out favorably to full committee. The last one before us today is 4713, which is the Board of Barber Examiners. Uh, Ms. Beeson. And, and this is one that generally pleases everybody. Um, we have a, an excellent administrator for our Board of Barbers, Cosmetology and Massage Therapy, Teresa Richardson and she constantly reviews her statutes and her regulations and informs us where she sees problems. And she notified us that there was actually a fee in regulation that they do not charge. It was not necessary to charge and hasn't been charged in a long time. And so we are simply striking that fee and it was a fee that we were charging $50 whenever we, um, there was an initial opening of a barbershop and we came in and performed that first inspection. So those are, there are no fees for that and we're just removing it from the, stack, the reg. But they're still, I'm sorry. No, no, please, Mr. Porter. Still they still do the inspections, just don't charge. <laughs> and they haven't charged? They have not been charging for a while. So we wanted to remove that. Very good. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. All in favor, uh, say aye. Uh, all opposed? The ayes have it, so document 4713 will be passed out favorably to full committee. Thank you, Ms. Beeson, for Thank being so here. Much. We appreciate, appreciate it very it. much, and there being no further business, this meeting will stand adjourned. Thank you. Good work, team.